Dykes recording my new show on my new mic this week. Why do I have a new mic? Because I've got a sponsor. That's right, 48 hours after I put up my first show, I've got my first sponsor. It's my girl, Carolyn, from China Doll in Hamden, Indiana. Yes, I said it right. I'm so bad at pronouncing names. Hamden, Indiana. Uh, Piercings by Carolyn on Instagram and Facebook. China Doll in Indiana. Hamden, Indiana. Um, Carolyn, on the realest note, thank you so much uh, for this and for always supporting me the way that you have um, in the past. You're an amazing soul and you deserve amazing things. And thank you for being part of my growth with the show. I am forever thankful and my heart is full. So that being said, sponsored, what, what? Um, Check out my Insta, the underscore dyke underscore show. Let's get this party started. Let's start with some music. And I'll be back in a few. People will laugh when you want positive shit. Before I die, I'ma teach. I light up blunt and I preach. Ain't no facade you can see that I can only be me. I got a daughter to raise. One day she gon' be a queen. I'm tryna get shit together so she can have anything. My word is bond as fuck. My life is hard enough. They ain't rewarding us. They disregarding us. And if I go to DC, I'm tryna spar with Trump. I ain't a politician. Just can't ignore the stuff I take this life at come Got heart but still won't show love If I tell people where I'm from They might think I got a gun Got J's that's still in the box No tax on bands on my ones I took my feelings out the shit And put my trust in my funds Take my dead homie on my sleeve Don't need glasses, see what I see Told me at 10 what I want gon' be Nigga ain't make the least We turn to the streets Cops wanna blast for the CID Might do the race but nigga catch me Damn if it be another R.I.P. It's a black white word but I only see green Getting off innocent with a clip showing that he did the shit. Try talking, they ain't listening, but they appointed out when you get ignorant. Fuck with you if you a benefit. Swap him cash at the dealership. And I got money stashed for the business shit, but I'ma write it off. Good penmanship. Can't say we representing with half the office white supremacist. This can't be land of the free if Neil and Mike cost your position. I'm supposed to respect the system and call out brothers, sons, and bitches. And when my uncle came home from prison for the same shit, y'all trying to turn to a business. Man, take our coach, our blueprint, pay the knockoff to come out. Us. Hurricanes come and swallow us. Op niggas trying to put the dot on us. We pouring Henny cause we all bottled up. Granny still scratching lotos up. But the Bible says it's gon' full circle. I'm just trying to find me a good person. as fuck. My life is hard enough. They not rewarding us. They disregarding us. And if I go to D.C., I'm trying to spar with Trump. I'm not a politician. You can't ignore this stuff. All right, let's fucking do this, Dykes. Um... Exactly a week from today, I recorded my first show, 75 views at this point, so thank you for that. I'm now working with some better equipment. Please bear with me while I learn to use the equipment. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, learning how to use a recording program by yourself is very interesting. YouTube videos, people, YouTube will save you on so many, so many things in life. Um, I've decided to shout out an Instagram Uh, once a week and the first one to hit me up is a good one I was actually uh, really happy that this chick asked me to review her page or necessarily shot it out I decided to review them kind of after I told her it was going to be a shout out so anyways um, other than this chick being hot girl you got it going on your girl is a lucky lucky woman holy shit um yeah you got a pet pig? That's dope. I got a prairie dog and a skunk. Um, yes, the skunk is decented. They take it out when they're born into captivity. You also have a funny meme on there with uh, two guys sitting in the tub and it says, Jesus loves you means something else in Mexico. Oh my God, that shit is so funny. Thank you for uh, sharing that one with us. And then there was another one I saw the girl like bent over yoga pose. And it's like how you tell the world you're single. And it's so funny because a lot of times like when I see 
girls in yoga poses on pictures. Like, how do you not think sexual about that? Like, how do you not? How do you not? I just don't get it. Like, I just, it can't happen in my head. Just can't happen in my head. Anyways, badass uh, Instagram chick, uh, pen and paper ready because this is a long Instagram name. And actually, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and give you her name because it's shorter. And I'm sure if you search it, you will find it. It's A-N-A-S-T-A-C-I-A, next word, L-A-D-U-K-E. Worth a gander. Once again, your woman is lucky. Okay, so I'm going to go into my uh, questions part of the show. Um, I've got an Ashley from Melbourne, Florida asking me, can friends have sex and uh, keep it on a friend level? Hmm. When I dated men, this was so. I could totally have a friend. We would go to the mall. We would go just do things that friends did, video game, whatever. And we'd had sex, and nothing really changed. There was no emotional attachment that got deeper or anything like that. Um, Since I've been with women, no. I have not even attempted that. I don't really think I've been in a situation where I had a friend and came to a point where, like, we would want to have sex. Like, I've just never been in that situation. Um, But I don't think it could happen. Girls are too emotional. Like, once you have sex, especially if it's, like, good sex, if it's that, like, fuck, the whole bed-soaked sex, like, how do you go back to being a friend Um, after that maybe if it's all right maybe it's just like oh okay that was all right like kind of came maybe you couldn't go back to a friend level maybe I don't know you guys should let me know what you think about this for sure Um, you can leave comments places I know on the podcast things so yeah leave comments if you want or you can even DM, dm me all right so this one comes from a friend of mine that lives in pine city minnesota gabriel this is his favorite question and i can understand why and i'm probably going to sit on this question for you guys for a minute because yeah it's a good one so basically his question is uh why do gay people work so hard through things that they're going through like every every especially in the gay community we're all going through like crazy ass shit, right why do we go through that And then we're just like sitting there looking down on each other and putting each other down. And um, yeah, I have something really good to say to this. Um, When I came out, I was sitting there thinking like, sweet, like I'm going to be part of a group of women that support each other, build each other up. Like we are lesbians, hear us roar. And um yeah, I've pretty much seen anything, but I see people clap for people. Like, I see them clap for each other, but it's not real clapping. Like, it's weird because, like, if you get them in a room separate and get them talking, they're not really clapping for each other. They're more sitting there, like, going, oh, yeah, this is the rise before the fall. Like, they're just always waiting for people to fall. And then, like, if somebody does something really super cool, they're, like, putting that down or why would she wear that or it's like fuck dude do you do you realize that we are all in this together like do, do you guys realize this like do you realize that every single one of us every single gay person has dealt with some crazy fucking shit there is a there are a few now I'll admit I've met a few where their families were super accepting they were like yeah we knew before you did like yeah there's there's those but for the most part we're all struggling and I sit here and I'm like damn I wish I would have known at the beginning that I would get stuck back in high school because that wasn't what I was planning for I I really like you know want to grow and be an adult and uh, not get stuck in those high school ways and this lesbian community especially the smaller lesbian communities like I get it there's not very many people to sleep with um you know people are going to rub each other the wrong way but when you go and you just start spreading negativity about one person, you know, not every person's interaction with that person is going to be the same. So while you may have had a bad experience with that person, when you're sitting there and you're putting them down to somebody else, 
you're kind of robbing that person from having a good experience, possibly. Like, why can't you just let people make their own decisions? Uh, the town that I now live in has heard such horrible things about me. Like, I moved here in a really bad situation, and the girl that I moved here with spread a lot of rumors. And I've actually had people that I wrote on Facebook like, hey, I'm trying to make friends. I don't work at a job where like you can make friends really easily. And she actually wrote me back and was like, nope, I know who you are. I'm good. And I was like, damn, really? You're not even going to give me a chance because you heard a rumor? I really do feel like I don't get it. I don't do that. I clap for people. And if I don't like what a person's doing, I'll tell them. I don't hide it. Um... I wish more people would stop being jealous. And if you see somebody that is doing something that you like, maybe instead of being jealous and acting like that, maybe you should get involved with it and maybe do something cool too that's your own thing or, you know, I don't know. Just stop putting people down because, like, shit, I'm covered in tattoos and not only do I deal with it in the gay community, but I deal with it in the straight white person community like I cannot tell you how many women have pulled their kids closer to them as I walk by I actually had a lady walk up to me and ask me who would employ me and or no she goes are you employed and I was like yeah and she was like who would employ you so, uh, you know, you take it from all ends and, and people don't think about what everybody is going through in life. But, yeah, I don't get this. It's a, it's a weird thing. I see it in the straight community, too. When I was in the closet, I was, you know, I was, I was in for a long time. I was in until 28. So I mostly know straight life. And um, you see it. You see women that are jealous of, you know, oh, her man's got a lot of money. She must be a gold digger or... You know, oh, she looks good in that outfit. She must, you know, do coke, whatever. Like, why can't you just be happy that that person's doing good? And if you're unhappy with what's going on in your life, maybe you should focus on your life and fix what you need to fix before you start putting down everybody else around you. Anyways, that's my opinion on that. Once again, if you have have an opinion you want to share, uh, please do do. I wasn't sure if I was going to have time for this, but it looks like I have time. Lee in New Mexico, Albuquerque, my hometown. Why are studs so fucking jealous? (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So I'm polyamorous and uh, yeah, my dream relationship is to have two studs that are very much my lover's We can intermingle every now and then if they want to and I want to, but for the most part, like, I just want two stud lovers and they don't have to interact very much, Um, but this will never happen for me. And I've come to the determination of one thing is that studs are very, very jealous. It's like a pissing competition. It drives me insane. It's like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There are plenty of lesbians to go around. Slow down. The main reason I feel like they are so jealous, because, like, jealousy comes from somewhere. Like, um, there's a book called The Ethical Slut. It's actually a polyamorous book, but as a human being, it's a good one to go through. There's a whole chapter on jealousy. But my determination on why studs are so fucking jealous is because they think like a man and then they have the emotions of a woman and when you're sitting there being territorial and emotional uh, you tend to be pretty fucking jealous and it's not a bad thing like I get it like we've all had that person in our world that were like mine mine it must be mine precious must be mine mine um and so yeah It's hard to see that precious go and be touched or loved or wanted by somebody else. Jealousy is a son of a bitch for sure. And so as a jealous person, you can choose to like 
work through the jealousy instead of making it like something that like rules you um, ask yourself why am I jealous of this situation and when you have that answer work on that answer um, yeah so I will most likely never I don't know I try not to say never but when you've been working at something for like let's see four years now I've been wishing for this scenario and I don't get it either because I'm not asking that they don't have any other lovers like go have them I'm cool with that like I just want honesty honesty that's all that matters good communication and honesty about what's going on and I don't really give a fuck um but yeah like doesn't seem like people can handle that and the main reason is because of jealousy all right, cool. So I'm going to play you a clip of music. I know I said it was going to be at the end of the show, but tomorrow is when I'm actually recording my interview. And in between this and that, I found a song today that it made me poi. Like every now and then I hear these songs and they just make me poi. Like, okay, so if you don't know what poi is, Google that shit. P-O-I. I swing poi. I'm new at it. I've been doing it for a little bit over a year. May 4th was my year anniversary, which I love because they light up. So I basically play with my lightsabers on May the 4th. Be with you. <laughs> Anyways, um, found this song and I just feel the need to share it before the end of the show. And then what I'll probably do is at the end of the show... I'll probably just play the whole thing. So let me just give you a clip for now. And uh, when we come back from this, I will be interviewing the amazing Darla. Not my dog, <laughs> my friend. It's really difficult dealing with this. I really think I'm going to have to like start calling my dog Dar Dar or Dar or something. Because, yeah, it's just it's confusing both of us at this point. Anyways, she has been quite the supporter of my show and she even provided me with two amazing chairs for my show that I'm waiting to get until Friday. I can't wait for those chairs. They're pretty dope. I'll put up pictures of them on my Instagram. Um, so yes, she will be here with me tomorrow. We're going to go chill at the beach, hang out, and then come back and interview and hopefully have a pretty amazing conversation for y'all to uh, enjoy. So until then, enjoy this. places and uh yeah she just turned 30 so welcome to your 30s 30s are awesome you'll like 30s i've heard very many things about 30s all good things yeah all good 30s i feel like you dropped the insecurities that you had in your 20s because in 20s you got a lot of insecurities i have a lot more self-awareness now yeah very much yeah, I'm hoping. And then I've heard in the 40s you kind of drop all the other bullshit that you're just, like, that's holding Sounds you back. exciting. I'm hoping. I'm not one of those normal people that, um, like, is nervous about, like, aging. I'm like, yeah, bring on 50. I'm ready for right? 50. Right? Yes. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. I, yeah. I picked that up. Yeah. 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 I don't, uh, age is, age is but a number. It's what you make of your life. Right. And I refuse to age. I want to stay as young as possible for as long as possible. Aging is a privilege. <laughs> yeah. it, it sure is. <laughs> yeah. 
It definitely is. Not very many people get to experience. Yeah, sweet. Well, thank you for coming up here. I appreciate you for doing that. I'm very happy to be here and just to be a part of this. I'm excited. Sweet. Excited for, for you and for your show, and this is awesome. Well, you're my first guest, so yes. that's awesome, which is also my first interview ever. So uh, we'll, I feel special. Yeah, Thank we'll, you. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's love, getting ready to start. I so. hope it. I hope it just keeps going. Great. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, so uh, let's get into the question part. Let's um, go. The first question I know it's corny peeps. Like I get it. Like give me your coming out story. But yeah, what's uh, what was coming out for? Like you. Okay, so coming out for me was more coming out to my mom where I um, don't, never really cared what other people thought of me being gay, more so my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, because my family's very religious, they're, most of them are Christian. And um, my mom, my mom's side is more on the Catholic side. and uh, Which is equal. Right. Catholics have definitely toned it down but yeah with our age when you're younger it was not you were not allowed to be gay in the in the catholic religion so yes. yeah the way we were raised they were not um as understanding so either way yeah not understanding <laughs> exactly so me telling my mom you know that i liked girls was a big uh she did the usual denial you know Oh no, you know, it's, it's a just a phase, right? Yep. I'm sure everybody's heard that. Yeah, um yeah, at least once. Yeah. Um <laughs> so my mom kind of flipped her lid a little when I told her I wanted to chop my hair off. No, oh yes. Yeah. Right of passion yes. for lesbians, especially studs, man. When you finally oh, yeah. decide to like cut your hair off. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I've, 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 I've seen two people do it in their lifetime where they, you know, finally felt comfortable enough and like they had long hair and their family's oh, reactions were horrible. And I was just sitting there oh, going, man. oh man, it's, it's crazy that something as much as cutting your hair short could be the end of the world for some people. It's yeah. like, oh my God, like what, you want a boy's haircut? Yes. I, I do. <laughs> I really do. I feel more comfortable. Yes. Um, my mom... Uh, started bawling her eyes out like you know that it was the end of the world so to speak so it was definitely uh, an eye-opener I was 16 and I told her you know at when I hit of age when I become 18 I'm chopping it off did you at 18? oh yeah no I did it at 19 I gave her a year more with me having hair I had really long hair really thick thick hair and um yeah, she threw a fit when I cut it off, too. She wasn't very happy about that. She she flipped her lid, didn't talk to me for about probably two days. Oh, you're lucky on that one. I did When I first oh, yeah. came out, I did a couple of things that pissed my mom off. I had two years, basically, that she didn't <laughs> talk to me. So you're lucky you had a couple of days. Be thankful for that. Yeah, cause... my mom doesn't. My mom doesn't ever really go without talking to me. Yeah. Oh, like, that's cool. So. At, least, at least she stuck beside you while she was uh, in being upset. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's, it was definitely a big, big opener. Like, I, I, me coming out to her was me stepping out into the world, pretty much yeah. coming out of the closet. Because I knew once I told her, she was going to tell the rest of the family. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, which is always sketchy. Right. They get, like, this negative side of the story, and then they're already Christian or religious and they're already have negative views on it so yeah it's iffy once everybody finds out then you don't that's when you wait okay who am i keeping who am i losing who's staying who's going like what do i do with my life like exactly yeah yeah it's a it's always a great feeling place to be yeah it was especially when you're just figuring out who you are as a person yeah it was uh it was definitely it was definitely me knowing self i was definitely coming into my own and uh, my aunt did not, she didn't believe it at first, you know. Like straight out was like, I don't believe you. Yeah, she didn't straight up. She just, no, you know, it's a phase. And for a while. 
And I still think she still thinks to this day that it's still a phase. I mean, how long have you? Oh, 16, right? Oh, yeah, 16. So for a pretty decent amount of time. Yeah, it's... almost 14, 14, 15 years. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I wish I would have come out when I was a teenager. Like, part of me is thankful, and part of me wishes I would have waited. Because obviously, I have two amazing children, and I wouldn't have had them if right. I would have come out at 16. That's probably the only, re- the only reason why I wish that, or that I'm thankful that I did it but um yeah some there's times where I'm just like man I really wish I would have started at a younger age because I see people that start at a younger age and I see where they are and I've only been out for nine years or whatever this Halloween will be 10 and so I came out at 28 which is a huge yeah. difference from 16 you know oh yeah and, and, and I didn't, like I said earlier, because like, I was so afraid of the consequences. The consequences were like 10 times worse. The, the, In different parts of the, the world, yeah, the, it can be. Well, for me, the older I got, like I feel like the consequences would have been way less if I would have come out when I was younger versus like what I got handed because I came out at 28. Like my mom, my mom is very religious. And half her friends didn't even know that she had a daughter for a long time wow she didn't want them to know that I was a lesbian or I don't know what the situation is but that's here nor there so that's like, interesting yeah so um I understand that I understand the um the religion I, I respect everybody's beliefs their relief the everybody's religions. yeah like, yeah everybody's journey is different yeah and we all go through different things yeah I so. just ask for them to respect mine as much as I respect theirs exactly and not you know it's all so harsh. Yeah, you're so harsh. Yes. <laughs> Very judgmental. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the whole show is turned into like being about judgment. It's yeah. So crazy. That's not even what I meant for it to happen. But well, it just kind of happens. The that way. word dyke is very judgmental yeah. you know and it's been thrown around as a derogatory term for a very long time so yeah i've and been i've been yelled at it i've been I'm, we're just now owning it yeah. and it's it's invigorating almost so yeah. so to speak so it's like it's it's almost empowering yeah. learning to to own it you know yeah. it's it's very because nobody can touch me now now that i i'm very well aware of my being and it's it's very very empowering. Yeah. I throw it around a little. Yeah. I sometimes did too. I, I was um I was leaving a mall and um that day I, I I've I was in guy shorts and a muscle uh wife beater. I never really dressed like that or I used to a long time ago and then I had it in many years and I just found like an old pair of my favorite shorts. I was like, you know I'm gonna fucking wear those bitches, right? Hell yeah. And so I went to the mall and I went shopping and I was walking back across the crosswalk to go to my car. And this guy like was like, get out of my way, dyke. Wow. And I was like, um, yeah, I am a dyke. And I actually have dyke tattooed on my knuckles in Italian. Nice. And I was like, I got it tattooed on my knuckles. I go, anything else you would like to say to me? And he just sat there. And I walked off and I was just like, it's so stupid. And, and that was the day, like, it really solidified for me. I was like, you know, why the fuck are you so afraid of that word? Yes, I'm a dyke. I'm mm-hmm. a lesbian. I eat fucking pussy. Call me it. Please, please call me that name. I'm okay with it. Because that's who I am. That's what I am. I've had friends who just thrown it at me just to see where, you know, how my reaction would be. And I don't know if they were expecting it. It almost, it actually has helped a lot because now it's more... I wish somebody would call me a dyke. I'm, I'm actually more proud that you realize that I'm a dyke rather than calling me right? a man or <laughs> sir. So happy. Right? I'm lesbian. I'm like, yes, someone realizes that I'm a lesbian. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because yes. <laughs> I'm so tired of people thinking that I'm straight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh that's that's the other side of the spectrum. Like, I don't I don't ever yeah. see that very yeah. often. Yeah. I'm, it's I get, very different. Yeah, I get a lot of the people miss misunderstanding that I'm a woman just being a woman yeah yeah so uh when you decided that you wanted to be with women what did you uh kind of do to learn how to eat pussy what was your uh Mm. how did you learn well I um I did watch I didn't um you know do any crazy things like you know learn on 
on fruit or anything like that. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I think some people do that. I'm not quite sure, but yeah. I've heard of it happening. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it too. I didn't. Uh, I didn't experiment with fruit. I just kind of found a girl. Um, I was actually pretty lucky. The first first girl that I was with, I um, I was very very uh, infatuated with her, and I won her over. She was dating someone else, and she finally broke up with that person and decided to be with me, and I lied to her, and I told her that I had done it twice with two women before her. And mind you, I was 18, and um, <laughs> it was pretty funny because I lied about it. I, I'd never been with anybody, and um, yeah, so... I told her that I was with two people prior and uh, just dove in and I surprised myself. Nice. You it's know? nice when you do that, yes. right? When you're like, yes, pat yourself I know exactly what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was almost natural, you know? Yeah. Like, you just sort of know what you like and you yeah, kind of just, just it give person. it to the other person, you know? <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's another empowering thing. Like, when you know how to please a woman. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I agree with that statement very much. I went I went, and um, <laughs> I was so nervous because I was older and I was like, oh, my God, I'm just going to fuck this up. <laughs> and I went to Barnes & Noble. And back then I was really into, like, self-help books. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have books at Barnes & Noble and, like, the sexual section. And it tells you how to – it teaches you how to no eat pussy. Yeah. It's just a little – like square book you know it's not very big it's just it's almost like one of those books you put in the bathroom like yeah you know and <laughs> so I don't really think I ever opened it to be honest with you like I had gotten it and I was like all right that'll be good like it'll help me out and then I met this chick and it just came time to give her a head and I just went for it and yeah that's pretty much you just gotta dive yeah, in yeah yeah and it was good things were handled she was taken care of she didn't leave unsatisfied and I was sitting there going yes I don't need pussy <laughs> like, high I five <laughs> yes. I didn't need to get a book for it I could have just dove in I'm yeah like, good. It's you awesome. just know what you do you know yeah. you know what you like you know how to give it it's not hard at all yeah that's funny. Awesome. So sweet. It's cool that it's somewhat similar. Yeah. Nice. All right. So uh, this is the topic that I've been excited to talk to you about. You work in security, correct? Yes. Yes, I do. How many uh, years have you been working in security? I've been doing security for at least 10 years now. Nice. Yeah. So it's a decent, decent amount of time. Same company, different companies? Well, the first two years was a little off. I jumped around and then... When I found the right company, you know, I stuck with it for eight years. Nice. So, um, yeah, I've been with that company for eight years. And then uh, we just recently had a switch the beginning beginning of this year. We um, They lost the contract with uh, the school that I was working with. and um, It was the same school for eight years, right? Yeah, I, I worked at that same school for eight years, driving on a golf cart, pretty much polo and pants. And I've been judged you know um like i said by high school kids or by like the staff just out of curiosity more more the parents oh more the parents yeah, yeah, you know parents they are always fun. they can't really they weren't able to tell you know unless they saw me walking the know, parents nowadays get... are in that weird generation where they're still kind of not okay with it, but then there's there's a bunch that really are. Yeah. So it's kind of that weird in-between generation, and then their kids are way more open. Oh, even, yeah. Even if the parent is closed, I find that kids are really privileged going to do what they want to do anyway. The kids seem to love me, you know? Yeah, they never yeah. had a problem. Yeah. They always yeah. understood. So it's weird, our generation. Yeah. we're in that generation. We're in our 30s, so we're those parents. I've got high schoolers, so... Oh, we're wow, the, yeah. You know, we're, I'm those parents, and it's weird because, yeah, it's that generation. It's like they're just kind of like they don't really know if they're okay with it or not okay with it. Or some of them are still dead set against it. Like that's how they were with yeah. their parents or whatever. And then some are just like, oh, no, it's cool, whatever, and, you know. I think it's more them trying to understand because they were placed with a belief from their parents. Yeah. We were placed with a belief from our parents that yeah. it was wrong. So. Yeah. They, you know, have a hard time crossing over to yeah. the new age where 
this is more acceptable now. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think that as long as you're a good person and you do right, I mean, what does it matter, yeah. really? If what they say is true, um, first of all, if you read the Bible, God isn't capable of hate. Right. So those little lovely signs that they hold at the things, it's like you're sitting there saying that God hates yeah. bags. But if you would read your book fully, you would know that God is incapable of hate. Right. And so, you're also not at room to judge. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the only person that is allowed to judge is, is their God. Only. Right. Yeah. So... Um, you can take it there. So you've got a desk job now. You, yes, you're yes. in the building, you're in an office. I'm in a corporate building and I now I wear a suit and tie. And that was a big controversy, me wearing a tie instead of a woman's Is um, it a man's suit or are you wearing like or is I it wear a- I I feel more comfortable in a man's suit. So yeah. that was where their questioning came about. I've had a, one supervisor, not necessarily the management company that that hired the company that I work for, but the supervisor that they had they had working with me was very, I would say, unaccepting of it. He wanted he liked me, I guess a little too much and uh he kind of would throw remarks out like you know why don't you wear a woman's the woman's tie or get you know a woman's blazer or you know what about the shoes and you know it just it was uncomfortable at first and when I realized that it wasn't him that it wasn't the actual company that it was him it was him who was placing that on me it made me, you know, sort of stand up for myself and Good. tell him, like, look, you know, I'm going to wear what I want, whether you like it or not. And the company, you know, I don't care. I don't know who you work for or most of these companies can't judge you yeah, by what I mean, you wear. They can give you a dress code, but they cannot tell you right. that if you're a woman, you have to wear women's clothes or if you're a male, you have to wear male's clothes. Exactly. But they can definitely give you, like... No short shorts, no like spaghetti straps, you know, obviously dress professional, but I mean, as long as you're in that professional dress code, most companies won't say anything about the fact that like, and if they do, you go find yourself a nice lawyer because you're going to be rich. My, my, (laughs) the company that I work for has been very supportive and they like the way that I dress because I'm, I stay within the guidelines. I, I keep myself up. You know, I come to work to the T, dressed to the T every every morning. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I I have good work ethic, and I'm very proud of that. And um, they they don't have a problem with what I wear. They don't judge me on it. And this guy was obviously let go because he couldn't. Sweet. So you actually like you went up and you told them that this was happening. No, 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 no. I didn't tell them. Um, a coworker, I ver- verbalized it very out loud to pretty much my coworkers, you know, people around me, and I wasn't, I wasn't quiet about it. I just high five. Yes, high five. I'm proud of you. I That's was dope. yeah. Good job for standing up for yourself because there's a lot of people in this community that don't do that. That's much and, appreciated. Yeah. yeah, and so the fact that you were able to like do that for Work yourself, got around. yeah. I feel like people need to. I need to feel like people need to know that you can succeed in that because I think a lot of people think you're gonna fail if you try to verbalize that someone is being this way to you, especially someone that's in like higher power than you. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I feel like if you do, if you do something with the whole heart and like that you know is wrong and you want the, you just want the right thing. It will happen. The right thing will happen. Yeah, for you, so it's kind of yeah. kind of interesting because they they got rid of him and now like they recently asked me to take that position as supervisor and I don't, I refused it because That's I crazy. yeah it's too much stress that comes with it you know being responsible for multiple people that I don't really fully know you know personally and I would have to trust them yeah somewhat to come to work and just do the right thing every day and I'm that's too much for me yeah yeah you'd rather stay at a lower level yeah yeah for there's now some people that are like that like I feel the same way too I kind of just um do you remember um 
I think I might have told you. I told you about the story, about the fisherman story, right? Did mm-hmm. I read that to you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I loved it. Yeah. So, like, that story, the gist of the story is you can either, like, work your whole life and um, then go into retirement, or you can live your life in retirement, basically, and you can kind of have what you want um, and no excess more. So... That's kind of the same thing. Like, I just want to make enough money to pay my bills and be comfortable. I don't need a big fancy house. I don't want a big fancy car. I don't want to spend all my money on shit. Yeah. That's not going to do anything for me when... And and, and can be taken in a heartbeat. A hurricane can come right through here. Right. Rip it all away. Like, anything you have, is nothing is permanent. Nothing right. is forever. And so why spend all your money on forever when it doesn't really exist? You exactly. Know what I mean? The and only so, thing that's constant is change. Yeah. Yeah. And so life. if you work your ass off for all this stuff, what do you really end up at the end of the day with? A lot more stress than you really need. Early heart attacks. Fucking anything can yeah. happen to you at that point. And so I've decided in life, like, nope, I don't really necessarily want that much responsibility. I think I'm good with just, you know. I admire that. Yeah. Just, Graciously, yes. Just enough money to where I'm comfortable. And Living simple is, is so much easier, too. Yeah, I mean, I want to it comes with less stress. Yeah. I mean, there's no need to. I'd, I'd rather live simply and without as much stress than really. I actually, right now, I'm overwhelming myself with stress at work. Yeah. You know, but uh, that in due time, I'll, I'll switch it up. Yeah. When the time is right, obviously. Yeah. I'm working on that though. I gotta build something outside before I can leave. Yeah, this yeah, job, that's so. kind of what. Like, I, I love where I work. They're amazing there, and um, I don't know how long I'll be with the company. I've been with them for three years. Like, I want to be there for a long time, but I also do a lot of uh, side hustle stuff. Like, I do the graphic design. I do like. Yeah, my tees. I do all this stuff, and it's just me trying to find my niche because I won't retire with this company. Like, I'm not gonna be late 50s early 60s retiring with this company like yeah that's not gonna be that's what exactly happens. what i'm saying i want i want to have something like like a nail salon or a good graphic design company or something like that where i can basically either sit in an office and just control everything or sit at home and control everything you know sounds what I mean? dope yes and i'm like i said i'm simple i i don't want don't need much and so like my goal is just to be in the keys and living in a camper working some type of company out of my camper like if i if i could end up there in life that's i'm fulfilled that's goals what fulfilled. I, yeah. yes simple because nothing is better than just living a good life instead of living like a stressful ass fucking life to where you're oh, yeah. just why why put yourself through all that when you could be at the beach enjoying sunset well see for now right now in my life it's good for me because coming like i've been recently past six months have been stressful yes but it's also kept me very busy so yeah. i'm not dwelling on my previous relationship or the things that i've gone through and focusing on relationships period it's just yeah. i'm at a point in my life where i'm taking time for me yeah it's just the first time so in a very awesome long time yes yeah, i feel good too it's been it's um it's, it's awesome learning for yourself yeah self-love is very very yeah. important and i think a lot of people a lot of people should do more of it. I really feel like it should be a requirement after a breakup. Like, there's these lesbians that, like, bounce from girl to girl. I'm like, how, how do you do that? Like, yeah. how do you, like, you need some time to heal. Like, take some time for yourself so that way you're not grabbing all the garbage from the last girl and dragging it along on to the next girl. Right. And I feel like it's more honorable and more respectful to your future partner to just... Exactly. I want to be the best. For a little while. I want to be the best me for my next. Yeah. And hopefully I won't be any. Hopefully I'll be somewhat fixed, so to speak. You know, we're all a little okay, broken. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. I'm glad you said that. Okay. Because this is a pet peeve of mine. This whole broke thing. You know, people always say like everybody's broken, right? Mm-hmm. And and I need to be fixed. And and oh my god, it kind of drives me insane. Like 
society um, kind of always does that to people. Like if you, we talked about this earlier with ADHD, like, like if you are hyper, right. you have to have something wrong with you. Yes. If you are heartbroken, you have to have something wrong with you. Why? Why is that something wrong? Why is that not just the normal human interaction you have you're not broken hun you might be heartbroken you might be sad that you're part you know this thing the situation that you thought was going to happen didn't happen right right so but you're not broke you're still you you're still who you were before you just have to come to realization of what the truth is what i'm capable of yeah and then you can see like and, and the good thing is about that is you will see in time and trust me one thing that i've seen with every single person that i've broken up with is the reason why they were removed in my life nice yeah so you'll see that you just got to pay attention and, and it will be a growth it will be something that you'll sit back and go well shit if i was still with so-and-so i would have never been able to do that yeah that's actually so if you think about that, like it's it's awesome. Like you, this is actually bringing me back. People are not broken. Not all the time, but then there is certain things that do break us. But that there it it's bringing me back to this poem that out of uh, one of these lesbian movies that I watched um, called Pariah. I haven't seen that. Oh, you have to! It's yeah. an amazing movie. And um, in the poem, she says it at the pretty much the end of the movie. Um, she says that being broken is pretty much letting the light in. That's the only way. Yeah. You know, you're not broken. You're free. It's it's an amazing movie, and yeah. the poem is out. very very amazing too. Yeah. Like it's helped me a lot. Isn't it awesome when you get gifts like that from the universe? Yes. Where, like something gets shown to you and then Love like it. It, it really helps you get through in life. Like your song that yeah, you found yesterday. Yeah, yes. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how things like that happen. It makes me happy that like I get to go through that because every time it happens, I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. Yes. I know this is and it's like, you know, that somebody is watching or helping. Like yeah. it's it, you're on the right path. Yeah. It's almost. Yeah. It's almost like science. Yeah. For sure. Very awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Everybody has their dark, and I agree with the the light thing. Like, you gotta find your light. You yourself have. Though no one can give you light, you have to give it to yourself. And if you can't find your light, then you don't need to start trying to dim somebody else's. Oh light. right, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's start good. Jumping from lesbian to lesbian, these girls drive me insane. I'm oh like, my, oh god. my god. Yeah. <laughs> how how long were you single? Two seconds. Two oh, seconds. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, like out of a relationship on Facebook and then the next day I'm guilty I'm guilty about, are same. you really I've never done it I've never jumped I've always had like I've always had at least six six months seven months well my first one was nine years when I when I left my ex-husband I didn't have another relationship in for nine years wow I had hookups and lovers and shit but I never really had like you're my well, at that time I was in the closet. So you're my boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend. I never had that relationship stuff going on. It was never in a relationship status change. You know I think I mean? it also comes with like the lesbian community is very small, you know, compared oh, to the yeah. rest of the world and being straight yeah. where straight people have so many choices, you yeah. know, there's a lot of choices in the lesbian community. Too. Now, yes, being that more people have come out, but not necessarily, you know, I mean, it's hard. You have to think about like I, I don't want to you know put anyone down at all yeah. but like being older and, and on a different mind like my level now my mental level now is so much different from when I was younger and the choices that I've made and I feel that you know like if I were to date somebody younger than me it would not be more. Oh yeah, no, I it stay would be, away from millennials now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's different. So, yeah, you all those things come into play, and there's not that very. It's not there's not a huge gay community in. Well, at least for me, because I don't I don't go out very often. Yeah, if you're if you're a lesbian that doesn't go out very often, because I'm one of those too, your community gets pretty small. Yeah, and, and and if you live somewhere where there's nowhere to go out, like I do, it's very small. So I can definitely understand the. And then you don't really want to mingle. Yeah. In 
some of those communities knowing that you know people have slept with multiple people and they all know each other and this and that it's like cheating with each other yeah yeah it's crazy huh yeah lesbian community is weird very crazy for me it's like okay so i've seen the straight community more obviously Mm -hmm. and for me sometimes i look at it i'm like what the fuck like I used to think that the straight community was a tough thing to navigate. Like, I really did. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, when I was with men, I really didn't care emotionally. Like, I never really got emotionally attached. I used to kind of felt like I was emotionally attached. There was a few times that I really thought I was emotionally attached. But once I felt emotional attachment, like, I realized that, no, like, that that was not... It was nothing compared to what you feel like when you're with a woman or whatever. So prior to your coming out, you never really had some like an emotional attachment to a man no i mean my ex-husband i was pretty into he was my first Mm -hmm. boyfriend ever um i met him when i was 15 he was he was 14 um he's like six months younger than i am and i was with him until 22 so he was pretty much the only one that i ever had like an emotional attachment to and then after that like i was just never satisfied i never felt like I never felt good. Like, I never felt, like, whole. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Like, I always just kind of felt, like, kind of grossed out, like, annoyed. Like, I've told men to get off of me in the middle of sex. I've been like, wow. dude, just get just get off me. I can't handle this. Like, please just leave me alone. And oh, these wow. are guys that I'm pretty sure, like, we're doing what straight women would probably love. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that they were... It was nothing to do with them. And, um... That's what, that's a lot of thing. That's something that guys don't really understand, you know, like being, being a woman, um, and not having feeling towards men in that way can very much affect the relationship between that woman and man. And I, I have my own view on men in that aspect where I've, it's crossed my mind, you know, being... That that's the supposed, like, you know, society says you're supposed to be with a man. So, obviously, it's crossed my mind. Am I supposed to be with a fucking man? Yeah, have you ever? Are you a gold star? I am a gold star. Awesome. I've never had sex with a man, no. Beautiful. Um, I, I do not, I don't see myself going in that direction. Yeah. Um, people ever. have asked me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not interested no no offense guys i'm yeah. not interested at all yeah. it's been 10 years for me and i'll never like it's funny because i've people have all said like what if you were offered like you know a couple million dollars what mm-hmm. if you were offered a billion dollars i'm just in there going if if someone <laughs> offered me a billion dollars to sleep with a guy he would have to look like a girl be sexy as fuck for me to even like let it go across my my brain before i would like do it because a billion dollars i mean that's a lot of money. Yeah, but life as would far be as, as, far, as comfortable far as even a million. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I don't think any money could buy me to be able to sleep with a guy again. It's just not something I would ever want to. Yeah, do. money can't even buy me to sleep with a woman. So it's like yeah. you know, you guys are having a lot That's less awesome. chance. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, I have had my experience with a man. You know, um, I was young, and I didn't. I didn't get to that point where, you know, I was going to do, you know, it was, it was more a friendship level. And I realized very early on that it was just not comfortable for me. I didn't like it. Didn't. Was it like cuddling and kissing or? Um, it was a a bit sexual, but I, I got my experience where I was not, it didn't go all the way. Yeah, I was reason. not, I wasn't, yeah, yeah I wasn't gotcha. feeling it. It just wasn't. Nice. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with him, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, it really isn't. It's you. It's, yeah. it's, it's what's in your brain. It's what turns you on. Like, I right. um, I take a lot of heat because I won't date shorter women. Oh, wow. <laughs> anything anything under 5'6", I'm just really not interested in it. It's, it's, it's not that I just woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm not dating anything other than, like, you know, taller women. It was that after 
10 years or nine years of being a lesbian, I know what works for me, what I'm attracted to and what I want. And I get put down. I've been called so many names for this. And it's usually not to be fucked up, but because the person's short and they're pissed that I don't want anything to do with them. And so they like, they get, you know, small dick syndrome and short (laughs) man syndrome and they don't want anything to do with me anymore. (laughs) Can't even be friends with them at that point. Um, But anyways, so... It goes the other way, too. Well, I explained to someone finally, I was like, look, are you attracted to somebody that's like 300, 400 pounds? Is that something that you're attracted to? And she's like, no. I go, well, then you wouldn't date them, correct? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. I go, you wouldn't sleep with them, correct? She's like, no. And I was like, well, then why do you expect me to sleep with somebody that's shorter than me that I don't want to sleep with? Like, why should, why is that any different? Like, you, she what, just because she's 300 pounds, you don't want to sleep with her? You're saying the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. And she shut the fuck up. So I was like, sweet, thank you. Like, I'm glad that you have nothing left to say. Yeah, it's sad. Sometimes you have to break it down for people. Yeah, Sometimes. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. So uh, thanks to Darla for coming um, an hour away to uh, come interview with me. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. I definitely had fun recording it in one take. Go us. Um, audio I'm still working on this so please please bear with me the recordings will get better Uh, if you want to see my guest you can go to her Instagram now I see why you envy me and she spells it awesomely Uh, n-o-w-i-c-y-u-n-v-m-e clever I like it it's a good name good name all right, sweet. And then um, on my Instagram, I will put up pictures of the songs and the names of the people that sing them or produce them or album they are on. Uh, so you can go to my Instagram to see that. Thank you for walking through this conversation with me and this kind of nerve wracking kind of, you know, this is the first time doing this uh, podcast. So, yeah. Thanks a million. And um, like I promised earlier, I'm going to go ahead and play the full song of the song that I gave you guys a teaser of earlier because it's a fucking epic song. And I feel everybody in my world needs to hear it. Um, Till next week. Hope you guys join me next week. (laughs) Have a great time.